When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, everybody, we are back. It is Tape Don't Lie, silverandblackpride.com, instant reaction show. You know, uh, it's a little different today. It ain't me and BD. It's me and Matt Holder. My man Matt Holder is uh, is with me today. Yeah, so, so uh, we're representing, you know, uh, you know, breaking down the, the game last night, the game that happened last night. You know, the Raiders, uh, you know, ended up winning against, against, the, uh, <clears throat> against the Rams out in SoFi Stadium. You know, uh, some some last minute heroics, kind of. You know, Marcel Aitman. You know, what I'm saying. So it was it was a good game. So you know, <laughs> right. So uh, like like I said, make sure you guys subscribe on uh, you know on iTunes. Hit the download button on Spotify. Go ahead and you know uh, hit the download. You know, down, get us get us you know get us up there. You know, we, uh, you know, our interaction show last week almost got five thousand downloads. So let's try to beat that. You know what I mean? So, but we appreciate you guys listening to us and checking us out. And today we're just going to be uh, you know giving our reaction. To the game yesterday so matt how's, how, how do you feel about the game how are you feeling i mean wins a win right yeah <laughs> i mean it does come in preseason even when it doesn't matter i mean i thought it was good i mean I, to be honest with you i kind of like it was like when i looked at the scoreboard i was points from like oh crap the raiders are actually winning this game i definitely feel like the rams play a little better yeah but, i mean i think they end up shooting themselves with like what like 10 penalties something like that helped out the raiders and then uh you know of course going for it at the end yeah, um, for sure. Raiders got a little luck there with the, that inaccurate pass. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I, I, I like it. Like I said, a win's a win. I think good overall. Obviously, a lot to get better on. What about you, man? Yeah, I, I like the depth of this team. I think the the depth is is really good for this team. I think um, especially in the D line, and even in the secondary. And I mean, to be honest, I mean, besides we'll talk, we'll get to that. Besides linebacker right now. You know, and of course, tackle the depth, the depth is okay. You know, the depth is yeah. good on defense, and you know if you have good depth on defense and players go down, especially in the D line, I, I think you're you're going to be uh, you know pretty decent in the season. So I'm really yeah. I, I really like how the defense is playing, and I'm excited about that. So I am. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, so let, let's get into it. Um, first, you know, let's talk about Nate Hobbs. You know, Nate Hobbs is is taking the storm. Uh, he's he's making my man BD look bad for his his old Twitter. <laughs> You know, saying that he wasn't good. You know, there's some guy left a comment on YouTube today. He's, you know, he came back from a, a, a video three weeks ago. You know, he's commenting the shadows. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I told you, <laughs> right? So preseason, but Nate Hobbs, he's playing really well. He had an interception yesterday. Uh, you know, he's making he's making some great tackles and tackles for loss. So, 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 what do you, what do you think about Nate Hobbs, Matt? What do you think about his performance? I mean, I gotta be honest. I'm like PD, and I feel like I mean, I feel like it's justified, right? Like, like. If we go back, I'm a big draft buff for you guys that yeah. don't know. If you go back and look at like the draft stuff, like like no one was on Nate Hobbs, right? Like yeah. numbers guys, film guys, like everything was ugly. But I mean, give credit to John Gruden and uh, Mike Mayock for finding him. I guess maybe he just wasn't made for being out on the outside. And I mean, yeah. he's coming on the inside and he's been probably, yeah, I mean, definitely their best uh, defensive back in the preseason so far. And what surprised me about him is how how his instincts and how it seems like he's picked up the defense already. Like we were talking about at the beginning of the show. I think there was last week he had a play too. It was the same thing. It's like a screen that it came up and blew up. Obviously I know he had the sack too. Yeah. And this week, what was it like the first play of the game? You know, same thing, you know, he read the screen immediately. And uh, I think they even talked about on the broadcast where he was probably playing man, the right receiver thought he'd follow him. And instead he just kind of aborts that. 
or reads the play and then just goes and blows up the the, the screen right there on the um, right after he catches the ball. I mean, that's the biggest thing for me is like not only is he playing well, not only is he doing things like going and getting the interceptions, but he seems to be getting the mental part of it down, which I think is tough for a rookie and especially, you know, a rookie that's learning a new position. Yeah, yeah. What 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 I like about him is you could tell that you know he's a a good run defender. So I think he that's why yeah. he could play the slot. And I mean, even when he yeah. was in, uh, when he was uh, at Illinois and he was doing the you know, the cover two stuff, you know, um, he, he was still able to you know tackle well. You know, you know, set the you know if they would come outside, he would tackle well. He attacked he attacked really well when he was uh you know playing out of Illinois. So in, the transition to slot is good for him. You know, as a run defender, you right. know. It's just, it's just right now we haven't really seen him tested in coverage. That's that's yeah. the kind of thing. I mean, I know he made that pick yesterday, but that, that dude, three, Bryce Perkins, there's <laughs> three guys. There's three guys around there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it was for sure. Super force. You know what I mean? So uh, if if you know, we haven't seen him in coverage yet to get a clean look at him there to make the decision like, okay, right. is he gonna be legit in the slot? We know he could play the run. We know he can blitz. We know he could come blow up screens, but it's more like when it's time to, you know, win one-on-one in coverage, can you do it? And, and that, that, and that's, that's kind of what I want to see from him, but we haven't yeah. seen it. I mean, it's preseason, so it's going to be interesting. And that's tough too. Cause it's like, even if he does cover like somebody right now, it's like, okay, well, it's like, all right, who's he actually covering? The one thing I will yeah. say though, is like, I mean, I know you were a, you were a big Tutu Atwell fan last year during the draft. Yeah. I'm like uh, on that pick, like I know Tutu had him by like a step, but I mean, with that kind of guy, that's kind of, that's what you're uh you're expecting at least. And I mean, I felt like he was able to run with them a little bit in coverage. Like, yeah, yeah, I definitely see, feel you on that. I feel uh, his highlight plays right now are kind of the, the uh, ancillary things for a defensive back right now, the run defense and the uh, uh, blowing open screens and whatnot yeah. or, and blitzing. And, uh, but I mean, I feel like right now, like if you're, if you've seen what, if you're a Raider fan watching what they've had at nickel for the last few years, you got to be pretty happy with what they've had, having Hobbs, at least as a starting point. Yeah. You know, but again, like we said, like you said, you know, the biggest test will come during the actual regular season to see how he does one-on-one coverage. You know, one of those things that I wish we were at at practice every day to see the one-on-one, see how he yeah. does with those guys. Yeah, because I mean, that, that's what we're missing, right? You know, right. I, I mean, he, yeah, he can, he can blitz and he can play the run. I mean, we kind of already knew that. You know, right. the, the worry is coverage with him, and I, I think because he, he had a great pro day. You know, what I'm saying he like ran a four-four, so you know yeah. he probably can run with two-two out well. Yeah, but you know, it, it's more about me. It's more about moving skills. So like, if you watch him at Illinois, like some of his, you know, coming out of his transitions, a little choppy. You know, what I'm saying gotcha. like, like uh, it's it's not very clean. So it'll be interesting, interesting to see how he performs and how he gets better. You know, you know, once the game starts, especially you know when we get in there. He's playing a slot like, you know, week two, he's got to play Juju. You know what I mean? He's got to try to yeah. guard Juju a little yeah. bit. It's going to be interesting to see how he does there against some of the top-notch competition. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Um, I'm curious, man. Let's talk about the secondary a little bit as a whole okay. for a second. One thing I want okay. to back up before we, before we move on to the, the QB controversy we got going on right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the sec. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of curious on your thoughts. You know, we talked about it with Hobbs, right? Playing fast and not thinking as much, you know, playing more aggressive against the run. I feel like I kind of noticed that about the entire secondary and it kind of makes me draw back to the, to the old Gus Bradley days of the Legion of Bloom, where, uh, Legion of Boom, excuse me, where guys were just kind of playing fast and laying people out. You think of the guys like Cam Chancellor, Brandon Bounder, and even Richard Sherman back in the day, a little bit of Earl Thomas too, but I don't know. I feel like I've liked what I'm seeing. I'm liking the aggressiveness and whatnot from what we're seeing in that secondary that I think Gus Bradley's brought over. Yeah. You? you can tell they're playing fast, man. You tell us it's, it's a, it's a, you know, 
the scheme is not as complex as Gunther's. They're yeah. able to play fast and not think, you know, especially, you know, like the Arnett's and guys like that. Um, I, Mullen's supposedly having a good camp on, on the low. I heard he had a, a great, uh, you know, great camp or sorry, great. It was great in the joint practices against right. the Rams, you know? So uh, I, I think the secondary is going to be a lot better just because they're playing faster, you know? Yeah. I mean, even Arnett. Yeah, you're not thinking, you know, Abram's going to be in the right position. Gus Bradley, he's going to put players in the positions for them to succeed. You know, he's not going to, like, you know, put players in positions they shouldn't be in. So I think the secondary is going to be just be just be better just because of that. So I'm excited yeah. to see their outlook and see how they how they uh, how they grow, especially like players like Damon Arnett, because, you know, he played cover three at Ohio State. That's basically Ohio State right. plays all the time. It's cover three. Yeah. So it shouldn't be too crazy for him to learn. You know, mm-hmm. press and cover three. So, you know, his growth, you know, and then Casey Hayward out there playing, you know, you know, he's already played in the cover three system a lot. So right. I think the secondary is going to be a whole lot better in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you, you, I'm curious, you worried at all? It did. I mean, obviously with Gus Bradley's kind of that uh, bend, but don't break philosophy. And it seemed like yeah. they kind of dink and dunk their way down the field. Is that worry you at all? I mean, especially given the Raiders pro- propensity to not create turnovers, which was what, you know, kind of makes that defense work. Yeah, yeah, that's a good that's a good point because it depends on who they're playing, you know. Like, yeah, um, true, true. I think on their schedule they don't play a lot of. I mean, besides Herbert, I think Herbert is probably the only guy that will, will try to expose the flats. He's a smart quarterback who's going to try to like. He's not going to try. He's not going to. He doesn't. He doesn't. Checking down is not a bad thing for Herbert. He doesn't. He doesn't mind that. Yeah. So I think that's probably like the only guy in the division that might hurt their little cover three system because he won't, he won't mind throwing Austin Eckler in the flat, yeah. but you know, like Mahomes and like some of the other guys that they're playing this year, uh, you know, it, it, they're not really like, uh, okay, I'm going to take what the defense gives me, which is basically what Gus yeah. Bradley tries to do. So mm-hmm. I, I, th- I still think it'd be good. Cause I, you know, I think the D lines gonna get more pressure and they're going to be in, in more positions to succeed. So I, I think it'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, I think to your point, yeah, that you bring that up, it kind of jogged my memory a little bit. Like, thinking back to last week, they played Seattle, which, you know, Russell Wilson, a lot's been made. You know, obviously, Russell Wilson didn't play, but, um, yeah. you know, they're, a, they're another vertical down the field passing attack with all those speed demons that they had on the outside. And obviously, uh-huh. the Raiders held out pretty well. I mean, it was only really, only really one play that they really gave up that was really bad. That was the, the uh, ironically, a pass to the flats <laughs> and uh, um, that where the defensive lineman didn't get the peel. Yeah. And then, you know, they play the team like the Rams, like you said this week, where that's dink and dunk. And, you know, that's not, that's obviously not going to be as a, as much of a better of a matchup with the, with Gus Bradley's system. But like you said, you know, Mahomes is kind of similar in to the Seahawks or uh, um, Russell Wilson, where he's going to hold on to the ball and he's going to look to, look to bank the play. Checkdowns don't exist in Mahomes' language. So, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. been the, that's been the Raiders' prerogative and a lot of leagues' prerogative is how to figure out how to stop achieve. So, yeah, I mean, Good point. So I'm interested to see how that works out, plays out during the season, how that dynamic works. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, man. Let's go ahead and get to these quarterbacks, bro. So you know, your boy, your boy Peterman, man. He's getting all the, he's getting all the, uh, he's getting all the run, dog. He's getting all the run. <laughs> uh, you know, but Mariota is, I, I think, it's a little concerning. Marcus Mariota, it's hurt again. You know, it's the second off season that he can't play in the. Right. I mean, they didn't have a preseason last year, but you wanted, you kind of wanted to see him get comfortable, and you know, uh, you know. Because if he keeps letting Peterman playing, I mean Gruden loves Peterman. So if he keeps that 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 thought process in Gruden's mind that Peterman could actually be QB two, I think Mariota he might be a little bit in trouble. But I'm I'm sure that you know they, they still feel good about him. But what are your thoughts, man? I see. I kind of I mean 
obviously Mariota was hurt last year or last week kind of made sense, you know, banged up. Don't want to risk it. Don't want him to get him injured or anything like that. Yeah. I was super shocked that he didn't play. I mean, I, I mean, hell, I wrote a call and talking about how Marcus Mariota is a player to watch. What, dumb yeah. Man, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rudin likes to piss me on. Make, make, make sure I'm wrong. I'm, I'm convinced he's reading my articles just to make sure. Right. For sure. <laughs> but honestly, to me, what it seems like is, you know, we like, if you know John Gruden's history, right, you know he loves his backup quarterbacks, right? He loves his quarterback projects. Yeah. To me, what it says is Gruden just has no intentions of trading Mariota. He's like, you know what? I'm going to use this guy in a few packages during the regular season. I don't want him to get hurt. Mm-hmm. I want him on my team. I'd rather have him on my team for a year than try and trade him for, you know, a third or fourth round pick and uh, yeah. get somebody else that could come in in, in the future. Mm-hmm. So that's the biggest thing to me is like, you know, you look at the guys that didn't play last week, they're all guys that are not even necessarily starters, but they're guys that are going to contribute. And Marcus Mariota, I think, is going to be one of them. So that's, I think, the biggest thing to me. And I think part of Gruden, too, is he kind of wants to – he wants to see how his project's going, right? You know, you know Marcus yeah. Mariota is part of his project. Peterman's the one he's been working on for three years, so he wants to make sure that, you know, everything's going all right on that end. But, yeah, I mean, I, I was shocked. I mean, I don't think you're – I you'd be hard-pressed to find another quarterback that's played two full preseason games in, in the league this year and probably in a while. So – yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's interesting. I'm curious. What do you think about not playing Mar- Mariota? So, it's weird to me. Bit. It's weird to me because, you know, if he, he played all week in the joint practices and like he did yeah. in the joint practices, you know, he, he was fully ready to go. But, you know, they're talking about his quad or whatever. His, he had a quad injury. They didn't want to play him. But, you know, I, I did want to see him because, you know, I, I wanted to see him go out there, you know, look good, get some confidence. You know, because yeah. his camp has not been that good. You know, he's thrown a lot of picks in the camp. and He hasn't, you know, hasn't been getting a lot of uh, pub in camp as having a good one. So if he went out there and he played well, I think it would have gave him some more confidence just in case if he, you yeah. know, car does go down, you know, you have more confidence that he can, he can come in there and run the system and do it really, really well. But, you know, it. but Peterman, I mean, Peterman com- comes in there. I mean, he Peterman runs the offense. I, I think he knows the offense. You know, mm-hmm. he just, sometimes he's just Nathan Peterman, and, you know, sometimes he'll just bird dog things. And won't, yeah. <laughs> he won't get through his reads all the time that he, that he really needs to, but he knows it. So he, he's kind of like, you know, I feel like he's there because he's, like he's like a coach guy. He's like probably like, you know, like a JT O'Sullivan. He probably do like QB <laughs> breakdowns yeah. later on. We're like, oh, dude, you're so dope. You know, you could break yeah. down the game like crazy, but he, he just <laughs> can't play it that well. So. You know, it, it's it's uh it's gonna be interesting with him because if he comes in the game and Cargis goes down, it's gonna be, <laughs> you know, I mean, he hasn't been good since then, so it'll be interesting to see what what he looks like. Well, let me ask you this: Let's yeah. say, let's say, say I'm completely speculating here, week uh-huh. two or whatever, the the Ryan Fitzpatrick goes down, and Ryan Fitzpatrick's terrible, and Washington picks up the phone and they trade Mariota. Yeah. Are you comfortable rolling with Nate Pete as QB two? Have you seen enough in the preseason to, let, to, let, to hand over the backup keys to him? I don't know how comfortable I could be, man. I, I, <laughs> it's more about when he played. So when yeah. he actually played in Buffalo or when he actually played back then, bro, it was just yeah. – it was not good. Because, you know, it, um, you know, my brother's a Bills fan. So, like, you know, he's, he's a big Bills guy. And, uh, I mean, he beat out Josh Allen in preseason, bro. I mean, legit – it was legit. Like, it wasn't like – it wasn't like he yeah, – yeah, it, it wasn't like he, like, you know, they just gave him, like, the Andy Dalton, like, what they're doing the Bears, and Andy Dalton, <laughs> like, he doesn't care how Andy Dalton looks. Nate Peterman actually outplayed him, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then then, they, then he played the game, he got the start, and he was, it was 47 to three. Uh, so, it's, it's, 
I don't know, man. I mean, when he played against the Falcons last last year, it wasn't that great either. You know, he played that game, and then the next week, you know, all of a sudden, Mariota's, Mariota's healthy. <laughs> yeah. He's not a healthy scratch anymore. So it, I don't know, man. It, it, I'd be a little scared. I'd be scared. Yeah. I, I mean, at least they can hang their hat as saying that uh, their backup quarterback outplayed a $120 million quarterback. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's that's gonna be his claim to fame. He outplayed Josh Allen in the preseason. In the preseason, <laughs> yeah, bro. That's my guy right there. I'm hitching yeah, my he, wagon right there. <laughs> He's a coach's quarterback, bro. So I say, absolutely, yeah. Future sure. TV coach Nate Peterman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure, dude. All right, man. Uh, what else we got? All right, let's go. We got to get a little little pessimism in here. We got to sprinkle okay. in a little pessimism. We're, we're too high right now. Exactly. Backup offensive tackle. Oh, How bad is it? I mean, Brandon Parker's the backup left, the backup right and left tackle, swing tackle, I should say, right? He's the third mm-hmm. tackle on the roster. And it's, yeah. I mean, is it even close? Is it even close for fourth? No. No. And uh, I mean, to be honest, it's not even close with second with Parker because I don't, because like I do want to say, I don't think Parker's gotten better. I mean, he's yeah. gotten better since his rookie year when he was literally the worst tackle in the league. But, like, it's still not good, and he is legitimately their best backup tackle. I talked about it last week. Curious for your thoughts, man. It, it, the backup tackle is, is, is a scary outlook. Um, and, you know, in the NFL, though, you know, you know, sometimes I think about it, like, in the NFL, if a tackle went down or both tackles went down, like, how many teams could actually put, put out a good tackle that's going to, like, you know, you know, the Chiefs. Right? Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> you know they got Mike Remmers yeah. out there. You know, you know he's not good. You know, so uh, it, so you know if the Raiders lost their tackles, I, I think they'd be screwed regardless. I mean, even yeah, even true. If they had some other players, but I think Brandon Parker was actually a okay swing tackle. Like he had a he had a he had, some, he had a good game against the Broncos last year, but then. Two weeks later, he was terrible against the Falcons. <laughs> so it's like, you know, that's a swing tackle, though. You know, like yeah, sometimes yeah, they true. might have a good game, and the next time they're, you know, they're terrible. I mean, Sam Young was awful too. You know what I mean? So, you know, just as long as they don't put Jared Jones Smith out there, I think yeah. I think you're right. And uh, uh, Patrick, uh, I can't even. Omame, yeah. Omame, yeah. Patrick Omame. There's, there was. I noticed it in the last game too. He has this technique where like his like upper body moves, but his feet don't to just go lunge out the pass rusher. I'm, I'm like, dude, it legitimately looks like someone tied cinder blocks to your feet and like just jumped you in the Hudson River right now. Like, <sighs> and yeah. like I even tweeted out, I'm like, dude, like at some point, like this guy's gonna get somebody hurt. Like there's like speed rushers, he just has no chance. And I'm like, and I know he's a like a 35 year old and he's like a true guard. Yeah, but I'm like at some point, like you can't just keep rolling them out there. If you're gonna put them out there, like get somebody. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm. I never. I didn't think I would say this, and I don't like even know how to evaluate this because I don't even go down the the NFL roster depth that much. Yeah, but I feel like the Raiders are gonna be watching the other teams in the league to seeing what tackles get cut. Like, I would not be surprised if like we see like, you know, the day after like cut down day and where whatever they put them in like a waiver claim for a backup veteran tackle just because. Like I said, it's it is rough right now. Yeah, I mean, it it is super rough at tackle, um, and, and you're right about that. Yeah, the you know scrolling the the waiver wire trying to find somebody that has actually come in and you know make a difference yeah. because you know they believe in Brandon Parker, but you know it, it, if somebody went down, you know it, you gotta it, have somebody else too. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have somebody else, I and mean, you can't put Denzel Good out there. I mean, you put Good Good out at tackle, sure, 
could he suffice? But in you know, the Patriots game, he was not good at tackle at all. So uh, it's 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 going to be. Yeah, you're right, Matt. They're probably gonna have to scroll for somebody. <laughs> They're gonna have yeah, to look for something because there's no way they can't. They can't put Jared because Jared Jones Smith was awful last week. Yeah, you know, they, I mean they both stuff. were. Him yeah. and Olamide were both absolutely terrible. I thought I thought Jones Smith was better today, but I mean I don't think like if I go back, but if I go back and watch the film, I'd still be pissed. I'd still like, <laughs> yeah. not be happy. Like you know what I mean? And I think it was probably yeah. just more like I just kept what could not uh, stop fixating myself on Olamide's pass blocking technique on the edge. So. Yeah, I, I even mixed them up. Somebody, get, you know, they got mad at me because I mixed them up. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, that's Jared Jones Smith. Or like, Jones Smith, he can't be on this team. It was like, oh, that's Olave. Well, you can't be on the team. <laughs> I, I think I, I, you know what? I, it's funny. I think I saw your tweet and I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, I think, I think uh, Marcus put, mixed them up. And then I watched it a little bit longer. I'm like, oh, no, Jared Jones Smith also got beat on this play. <laughs> so I was like, oh, he still could be talking about him there. Like, like this is, it was that bad. It was bad, bro. Yeah, yeah. Peter is running for his life. Uh, so, but the, the interior of the offensive line looks pretty good. So absolutely. I think they're set there. But yeah, absolutely. Tackles. I mean, I think they've got, especially in pass pro, I think they've got a lot of guys in, in that those uh, those interior three guys that can really do it. And I think you know, I talked about this too. You know, I know Denzel Good's not uh, the best tackle anyone. He is he is a natural guard, but that yeah. almost leads me to believe, or would almost make me more comfortable if one of the tackles does do go down, either Miller or Leatherwood do go down. That almost makes me more comfortable sliding good out there to out yeah. at one of the tackle spots and then bringing in like John Simpson or whoever's not whoever else isn't starting just because it's like all right at least I know the solid the first three are going to be solid and uh and whatnot and rather than yeah. putting out someone there who we're we're just praying if they can stay in front of them exactly exactly but yeah but, yeah, but the, the tackle the tackle situation is not good behind. No. Uh, <laughs> if somebody goes down there, the, the, yeah, their cars yeah. making all types of max protection. Yeah, calls. Leatherwood though. Leatherwood, I thought looked good though. How he looked good against the run. I mean, I yeah. know he only, he only played a few snaps, and I didn't notice him again in pass, bro. Which I feel like that's a good thing if you're an offensive lineman, right? Like, if you're yeah, watching, exactly. especially if you're watching the first one, the broadcast. As long as if I don't hear your name or if I'm not thinking, uh, you know, a bunch of four-letter words about you in my head, then you're probably doing a good job on yeah. pass, bro. I thought they had better communication this week. I, I, like against Seahawks, they had terrible communication. They couldn't. Yeah, it was all mental. It was, yeah, it was like free rushers just giving up. So yeah, super super mental. And you know, him and Simpson had some pancakes. So yeah, I mean Leatherwood, Leatherwood, he was good in the run game last week to me, in my opinion. So yeah. I think that I mean that that's his that's his forte, bro. I mean that's what yeah, he was good at coming out of the draft, bro. Like yeah. so, um, yeah, that's not shocking to me because it, 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 it is about Pras Pro. With him, that's what it's all about. But I, I still yeah. think that I mean, he, he's better than Sam Young. So, yeah, for sure, for sure. That's yeah, that's for sure. Especially now, because you know Sam Young retired. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on. Talk some linebackers. Okay. I I want to talk about Javen White, and I want to keep it positive, but it just ended on such a sour note with him getting injured. Like, I mean, I, I honestly, in the last two games, I don't know about you, but I felt like he's been the best linebacker on the field. Yesterday he goes out and I mean he made he have two bass breakups in coverage right he had one yeah. where he's covering the slot when he made a hell of a nice play on, in man coverage and then the one where he's just uh, coming to robot I think B- BD called, called called it out on that play action perfect play you know back to the quarterback doesn't try and look go back and look for the ball just plays through the hands and gets another one mm-hmm. and then of course you know I, I didn't get a chance to look it up the severity of the injury but it did not look good after it they took him out on the cart he had the towel over his head uh, I think yeah. Nick said he was in tears. I mean, that sucks because I love that guy. You know, I'm a Bay Area native. He's an Oakland, uh, or a McClyman's product okay. uh, out in Oakland. And, uh, um, you know, obviously UNLV grad. So a guy that was pretty much destined to be a Raider. But 
Yeah. Sucks to him. What, what were your thoughts on Javon White? I thought Javon White looked really good yesterday um, until he got hurt, which is really sad. Yeah. And the Raiders are just <laughs> – they don't have any linebackers right now. Like, yeah, I'm worried about week one. That's what I'm – yeah, you know, because uh, Kyle Kowski's hurt. Yeah. You know, Oro's hurt. Um, Javon White's hurt. <laughs> it's it's, it's, yeah. it's not looking good at linebacker at all right now. Yeah, it was a rough week. I, I, I mean, now that you mentioned it, I'm like, it was a rough week for the Raiders linebackers. Like, all three of those guys, two of them are definitely starters. I think White, like we were talking about, you know, I don't think he'll start week one. I don't think there was any chance of that. But, I mean, yeah, the guy was playing well enough where I felt like he could have at least taken over at some point, you know, in the season if someone goes down or someone's not playing well. But, yeah, that, it was a rough rough week for them i mean yeah man uh, um, that's it's 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 a it's a scary outlook yeah you know they might have to end up putting max richardson out there he might, uh, he might make the team now he's he's like okay oh, shoot. <laughs> i might make wow. the team now <laughs> i'm like sitting there like going through my rolodex of like various players and like max richardson i don't even know if that one rings a bell but hey more power to him <laughs> <laughs> you know? but as i'm saying like uh he actually might make the team now because yeah. You know, there, there's really, you know, Kyle, because we don't know Kyle Kelsey's injury, you know, yeah. hopefully it's not serious. And all they really got is Corey Littleton out there. And then, you know, you know, they got Tanner Muse too. But yeah. it would be interesting to see Tanner Muse. You know, if, if Tanner Muse is out there week one, it's going to be super good. <laughs> yeah. You know, especially against Lamar Jackson, you know, and him reading. But I, he, he is he is good against the run. I'm not I'm not going to say that, that he's like, you know, it more it's more about him with the pass. So I guess week one, it probably would be a good fit for him. But like if they win the week two with him playing against the Steelers, it might be a different outlook. Because Steelers, yeah, they got Najee Harris, but they're a pass team. They like to pass. Yeah. You know, yeah, quick, quick sure. passing, you know. So uh, it week one, I'm sure they'll be fine with Tanner Muse and, and some of the other linebackers out there. But going deep into the season, if they don't have a lot of linebacker depth, I mean, we're talking about looking at the waiver wire, you know, for, for tackles. They yeah. might be looking at the waiver wire for linebacker for real. Yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, you bring up another name, Tavon Cooney or whatever that they just signed uh, yeah. from uh, out of Notre Dame that was been on the team. It was on the team. I think what was it two years ago? It was on the practice squad or something like that. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like we we're talking about with all the injuries, he now has a really good chance to make the team, and he was just signed. So yeah. But I, yeah, I'm curious about you bring up Muse. I felt like it's funny. Like you think about like a guy like okay, this guy's converting from safety to to linebacker. You're thinking like, or, um, you know. This guy, okay, he'll be good in coverage, but has some struggles against the run. And I feel like it's been the exact opposite with the one you were talking about. Like, I feel like against the run, I've actually been somewhat impressed, especially, mm -hmm. you know, watching him from college. You know, I, he looks a lot bigger. He looks a lot thicker. I was watching him in his press conference the other day where he had like a little muscle shirt on. No, no lie. I was getting a little jealous. Started hitting, felt like I needed to hit some more curls or whatnot. You did some push ups after that. You watched yeah, it. I was like, all right, I got to get, get, get a couple reps in. I guess I'm whacking a little bit here. But no, I mean, he looks bigger and he looks like, uh, you know, he's getting, I think he's doing a better job of getting extension and working with his hands to get off blocks and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, in coverage, it was, it's the weirdest freaking thing. Like, I don't know if he's just like thinking he's got to play differently. And I know he's now that he's closer to the line of scrimmage, got to play run first more, but I felt like there were a couple of times where he was just sucking up way too much on play action yeah. and he just didn't have the, and then he just couldn't recover and uh, go cover those drag routes and got beat a couple of times on those. And I, the other part of me does worry to him. Like, well, if he's, is he bigger because is he, it's the extra, extra size he added, making him slower. I mean, I couldn't really tell. I didn't really feel like that was necessarily the case. But, I mean, mm -hmm. if he keeps getting beat, then it's going to be hard to argue against. You know, with me, it's, it's always stiffness with him. You know, uh, yeah. I mean, he, he skipped the agility combine drills, like the three-cone and the 20-yard shuttle. He just went out there and ran the 40, and he skipped the other ones. Didn't even do them at his pro day. 
So, you know, it's, 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 uh, you know, I think, like, I think about the Justin Jefferson play, you know, at, at the, in the national championship game, and Justin Jefferson yeah. made him look silly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, so that's always my thing with him is stiffness. Like, so that's like the, the conversion from safety to linebacker. You figure like, it would be a, you're right. You'd be like a coverage guy. Right. And not really a run play guy. But even when he was in college, I felt like he was a better run defender. You know, he would come in the box and yeah. you know, he would he would if he would play the box well, he'd make some tackles in the backfield. He would come up and blow up screens and stuff like that. And he was a good tackler. Yeah. Good yeah, tackler. Really, yeah. 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 I mean, he was a really good tackler. I mean, I, like uh, I did an article on him earlier this week, and I think his missed tackle percentage for, per PFF was like nine percent, which is really good. That's pretty yeah. low. And I mean and it's funny that you say that because I feel like a lot of his coverage skills in college got made up for because he has really good ball skills, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Which, which is which is great to have. Like we're talking about, we're just praising Javen White for his ball skills over there. But ball skills only get you so far when you can't stay in phase, right? You can't uh-huh. – ball skills aren't going to matter if you're two yards behind the, the wide receiver, the tight end, or whatever running around. <laughs> yeah. And, like, and I, I think that's – you kind of like nailed on, nailed it a little bit like now that I'm going back and thinking about what I watched, like a lot of his – a lot of his success and coverage were him just dropping to an area, dropping to a spot, and then playing coverage, right? Not necessarily mm-hmm. manning someone up from the line, or even you know having to come up and play the run and then go back and change direction and uh, you know retreat and recover a little bit, which is where someone like I think Javen White, who actually played more slot corner really than anything at, at college, like has that a little bit of an advantage. You see, has those change of direction skills and a little bit more fluid hips. So yeah, I'm interested sure. to see. I mean, I, right now, like we're talking about the top, like we we're just talking about. I mean. Muse almost has to start by default, right? Like, he's so, what I'm saying. Like he's he's a starter now. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a starter. He was you, you were listed at uh, you were listed number one by the PR intern for the Raiders uh, on the depth chart uh, to start training camp. And guess what? Now you're going to be there. That guy knew what he was talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, right, right. Uh, my thing with Muse, Muse uh, one play that always sticks out for me for Tanner Muse because everybody talks about you know how he got three interceptions or whatever the game against Boston college. And I'm probably sure, sure you watched this when you wouldn't review the tape where he just got burned by the, the slot, the slot receiver just burned him. Right. Like dude had like two yards separation, but the quarterback threw the worst throw ever behind him. And ended up getting a pick. And, you know, that's, that's a highlight for him. But like if the quarterback threw it on, you know, had a good throw, that's a touchdown. It's a low light. So yeah. I, I think that that's basically that, that kind of like describes him. Like, yeah, he was burned, but he still had the ball skills and like, okay, if you missed, I'm still gonna pick it off though. Yeah. But, uh, you know, <laughs> but yeah, that, I mean, play shows a stiffness uh, um, to me. So it makes sense. Like he can make he could take advantage of mistakes. But in the NFL, quarterbacks don't make as many mistakes. Yeah. yeah man. So, They're not missing yeah. that. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, linebacker Jeff, man, is a little scary. Uh, you know, it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting going to the season. Um, you know, they might uh, we're, you know, they really might have to try to find somebody and look, look yeah. for something. Or maybe Darren Lee's going to get some action. Who knows? I forgot about him. Well, he's injured too. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's hurt too. <laughs> Good Lord. That's right. I'm pretty sure that's why I signed Cooney. Yeah, man. I don't know what it is. Whatever, whatever's wrong with the, whatever's in the water for the like the the linebacker like meeting room or whatever. They got to change that out, man. Get get like a purifier in there or something like that. Something, bro. Like, they need a Brita. Something. Yeah. <laughs> there's, something there's something going on there, bro. Oh man. All right, dude. Uh, anything else, bro? I think I think that's we covered a lot of stuff. I think that's it, man. I feel like that's a uh, pretty good for a preseason game. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, 
it's I I love these because like it's football back, but it's also like man, like by the time the third quarter rolls around, I'm like, all right, uh, we need to get we need to, we need to make these games count again. We need to make get this going back on Sundays, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Matt, you you have no idea how bad preseason is. Do you watch an all twenty two, bro? Like it's oh, it's barely, basically unwatchable. It's basically it's it's, it's bad. Trust You're like me. like why do I why did you even send this to me? <laughs> <laughs> Let me just watch broadcasts because this is, yeah this is awful. Oh, yeah. It's not even like you, you get to like sit the second quarter. It's like people are asking me questions. I'm like I, I couldn't get that far. I'm sorry, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I couldn't. Do I couldn't it, get yeah. that far. It was just you know guys running wrong routes and everything. It's, it's terrible. It's funny. Yeah, it's awesome. All right, guys. We, uh, well, we appreciate you guys uh, checking us out, uh, you know, and, and listening. Uh, you know, what I'm saying, make sure you guys hit the download button. Make sure you guys, uh, you know, subscribe. You know, you know, Silver and Black Pride. You know, remember we're building up the podcast back. So make sure you guys check it out. Um, you know, we're gonna be doing this after every single game. You know, it, it could be BD, it could be Matt, it could be me. You never know. We're switching it all up or all around. Make sure you ch- check out uh, Matt's podcast too. Um, you know, uh, make sure you download that and make sure you guys listen to that as well. And then, you know, check out me and BD on Wednesday when we do our little uh, tape review of the actual game and not just give you guys just no hot takes. So, yeah, uh, Mm -hmm. but we appreciate you guys listening. You know, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter. Uh, Go ahead and what's your handle, Matt? Give him the handle. At mholder95. I'd him older 95. And of course I'm uh, at the Mark John NFL. So make sure you guys follow us there. And of course, you know, check out our, all our articles. We know we're pumping out articles like crazy, uh, you know, everything that we're doing. So make sure you guys check it out on silverblackpride.com and uh, get that back going. Leave your comments. Let us know how you feel. All right. Any last words, Matt? That's uh, the only last thing I have is just to let, so everybody knows if you subscribe to uh, the Silver and Black Pride podcast as a general, you'll get all three shows, right? You'll get Bill Solo, you'll get Taped on my, and you'll get mine. So that's all you got to do. You don't have to subscribe, to subscribe to three different pods, just one. And please, please, please download them. Five star reviews. Tell us about how much you love us in the comment section, how good looking we are, how beautiful <laughs> our voices sound, all that good stuff. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right, guys, we appreciate you listening. We'll see you.